0: Another episode of the Velocity Cast. And this week, I want to talk about change, about creating change, uh, the process of changing, what is required. And I want to start out by saying that, you know, I have experienced. Change on many levels in many forms as a coach over the last 15 years, you know, physical change, emotional change, overall lifestyle and wellness change, career change and trajectory. I've seen and helped a lot with this. And the thing that I want to say right out of the gate is that I fully appreciate how difficult it is and it can be to change. It's not an easy process, right? If it was an easy process, then We would all make up our mind today that we want to do something and we would be already on the road tomorrow. But as many of us know, that is usually not the case and it takes some poking and prodding and there are things that go into the process of change, of becoming a different person or living a different life that are incredibly challenging and really the role of the coach, the first role of the coach is to show that a new way is possible and to illuminate that path, right? But you want to show that change is possible and you want to highlight to the individual in question that the position that they are in now is different than the position that they ultimately want to be in. And part of that comes from helping someone to see and define their identity which is a huge part of this, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, part of it is potentially showing other examples of people who have walked a similar path or come from a similar background. That's why if, you know, in the world of uh, teachers and influencers and whatever, there is a lot of power and credibility to learning from someone who comes from the same place as you. Right. If you grew up in a poor neighborhood or a small town or whatever, as human beings, we inherently root for the people who, you know, quote unquote, make it out because to us, it shows that a different path is possible. And so, you know, you look at these success stories of people who have kind of clawed and, and scraped their way to success from humble beginnings or you know from tragedy to triumph as human beings we we connect to those stories and we love those stories because it highlights a part of us and it shines a light on a part of us that needs to be inspired in order to drive us to do something if you don't believe that the path is possible then you're not going to look for it if you don't think that it exists then you're not going to put any effort into finding it and that is one of the First and most important things that I will say about change is it helps to have a beacon or a source of inspiration to show what is possible. And part of my job as a coach over the years has been to do exactly that. Whether it's examples from my own life, whether it's showing people others who have accomplished the thing that they want to do, whether it's uh, you know directing people to find those sources of inspiration. That's that's really you know I'd say step one point five. So step one is is and, and it assists step one in illuminating, you know, how the current trajectory of this individual, individual's life is different from where they want it to be. And part of illuminating that comes from this source of inspiration and, and comes from seeing this other path. So once that is done, then it comes down to the actual nuts and bolts of change. Now, there are a million and one ways to go about this, and there are benefits to some Methods over others. There are, you know, aspects of some methods that are a little more challenging. The big thing is there needs to be some type of commitment, some type of follow through, some type of skin in the game. You cannot create change from the sidelines. No matter what you think, no matter what shortcut you think exists, there is no way to create change unless you are physically in the arena. And so, one of the things that I believe is most important, once you make a decision to do something differently or to change an aspect of yourself or your life, you need to reinforce that decision immediately with action. And the action does not need to be large. In fact, oftentimes it's more effective if it's not. But you need to do something to affirm that decision. So let's say you are sitting there thinking to yourself, you know, I, I really... Want to read more books. I feel like if I can incorporate more reading into my life, I will learn more. I'll have more knowledge that will help me in my life and my career. As soon as you make that decision that you want to become someone who reads more, that you want to incorporate that in your life more, the first thing you should do is go pick up a book or open Kindle on your phone and read, even if it's a sentence, right? It's not about diving in and, and doing as much as possible right away. It's about just taking a small action to reaffirm the decision that you just made to yourself. So if you want to be somebody who reads more, as soon as you decide that, as soon as you decide to make that change, go read. Even just one sentence, one page. doesn't have to be you know, a whole book, a whole chapter, a whole, you know, literally one paragraph, one sentence. Just go read something. Because what that does is it reinforces to your subconscious self that this action is important to you and that it is a necessary prerequisite for the change that you are trying to create. That stamp of approval will prevent you from quitting early for so many of the things that you're trying to accomplish. That small action, that small confirmation of belief in the path that you have chosen so one of the best things you can do if you want to make a change is take action right now. Something small, something easy, because if you try to make the hurdle too high to overcome, then you'll never do it. That's why, you know, part of why a big part of why New Year's resolutions fail is there's no a there's no immediate action. There's no typically it's, oh, we'll start tomorrow, right? It's it's I'm making this decision now and, you know, tomorrow we're going to start tomorrow's the day Tomorrow's never the day. Tomorrow never comes if that is the way that you go about change. That's one big piece of why New Year's resolutions fail. But another piece of it is that there's no system behind the resolutions often. Meaning we decide that we want to do something and there's no structure in place to help us or facilitate the doing of that thing. That's where it becomes important to break things down into smaller pieces, to set goals around the change that you want to make, right? Make it measurable. Find a way to track progress. And then once you've done that, break those goals down into small pieces. What are the checkpoints along the way? If you, if you have a, a big goal or a resolution that you want to accomplish, then you better be able to break that down into bite-sized manageable pieces so that you actually have small checkpoints that you can pursue. Because if all you're doing is thinking about the summit at the top of the mountain and you're looking up and it's way up there, it's going to be very hard for you to stay motivated, stay disciplined to continue to pursue that goal. If all you're doing is looking up high at the top of that mountain, at the top of that goal, and you haven't created a path to get there, it's going to be incredibly hard for you to stay the course. Once you have that system, then you want to look at, okay, I have this goal. I have these small goals. I know where I need to go. I understand the checkpoints along the way. Then, as we've talked about in the past, it's about looking at your daily and weekly habits. What do I need to do consistently to get there? And that's where that small action comes into play because chances are that small action that you use to reaffirm your decision to change, chances are that is going to be one of your consistent habits, right? Obviously, if you want to read more books, you need to. Create a habit to read, and you can find places in your schedule that it makes sense to build that in. You can uh, create a new schedule around your new desired behavior. At the end of the day, as long as you are creating some type of regular uh, driver of progress and adding that to your routine, you are far more likely to be successful. So let's take a step back and look at how do we determine what changes we should make. And furthermore, how do we make sure that the changes we think we want to make or the things we're trying to pursue are meaningful to us or have value? A lot of this is going to revolve around your identity. And in in particular, it's going to revolve around the identity that you see for yourself in the future, the ideal version of you. And you want to compare that to who you are today, right? Right. Identity, language, and affirming changes and goals in terms of identity is one of the most effective ways to change the way we see ourselves, and that can be incredibly positive and helpful if you are trying to do something challenging or to really change a, a huge part of our life. A lot of times, these changes that we're making are are drastic and they're important, right? So, let's say you're somebody who has always eaten bad quality food, you haven't exercised and you find out that you have, you know, the early markers of diabetes for example. And this is this is a common occurrence in America especially. You know, if that's you, if you get that news from your doctor, there are a number of changes that you need to make in order to stay healthy and reduce your chance of premature death. Like that's a very serious situation that you could find yourself in. And as you can imagine, The person who is in that situation now has to make a major lifestyle change, a series of lifestyle changes, and that is incredibly hard to do if that individual is still looking at their life through the same lens, right? If they still see themselves as the person who was living the life of, you know, unhealthy activity, who then went to the doctor and found out that they, you know, are, are sick, that same individual is going to have a hard time making those changes. What they need to do is shift their mindset and shift how they view themselves and become closer related or more closely related to this ideal future identity that they want for themselves. And James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits a lot, which I reference a lot, but it's, it's one of the best books on habits and change that has come out easily in the last decade because it's, it's so simple and actionable. And one of the things that he talks about in, in atomic habits is if there's a behavior that you want to add to your life or include in your routine, then one of the best things you can do is become a part of a community where that behavior is the norm, where people do that thing. That's why support groups are so effective especially in regards to making huge lifestyle changes, right? Going it alone can be really hard. So if you can immerse yourself in a community where other people are doing that thing, then that's really helpful. So support groups can be helpful if, really twofold, right? One, if it's a number of other people who are trying to make the same change, but an even more effective version of a support group is actually not a traditional support group at all. It's simply immersing yourself in a community or in an environment where people are already doing the thing that you want to do, right? So let's say you're now this individual who needs to get in better shape. Well, if you join a, a running and walking club or a fitness group, or you start going to fitness classes, you are now going to be surrounded by people who take pride in living a healthy lifestyle. And that behavior will absolutely 100% rub off on you. So while being in a support group with other people who are struggling can be helpful, it can honestly be even more helpful for driving lasting change to just immerse yourself in an environment where those people are already exhibiting the behavior that you want to exhibit. And this, this again relates to this point about identity, which I still want to flesh out where, right, you, if you immerse yourself in a group of healthy people, you will start to see yourself as being a healthy person or at the very least you will start to see yourself as someone who values health and wellness which is a very different identity than the identity that you would have had before in the case of our our diabetes example so shifting the way that we view ourselves and shifting the things that we find important and reinforcing that new identity as we try to make a change is ultimately the cornerstone to the entire process. If you don't believe that you are the type of person who will do a certain thing, then you're going to be far less likely to follow through. Right in our in our reading example from earlier, if you just say I want to, you know, I want to read more books because I want to learn more. I mean, that's a positive sentiment, but at some point that will probably run out a little bit. If you instead Think about being the type of person who reads more. If you instead start seeing yourself as someone who enjoys learning by reading books, enjoys learning new information, enjoys talking about the information that they learn, if you start associating yourself with those things as being that type of person, it makes it far easier to reinforce the behavior that you're trying to change or to add to your life. So, in summary, I understand and appreciate how hard change is because I've seen how hard it is over the years of working with people. But if you want a strategy that can help you, one, become aware of the activity or the thing that you need to change about yourself and about your life. Once you become aware of it, you want to start to picture what type of person you have to be for that activity to be a normal part of your life, for it to be absolutely commonplace and routine. For our diabetes example, you want to be the type of person who cares about health and wellness, who cares about what they put in their body, who makes time every day and every week to exercise because it's important. If you can start to associate yourself with that new identity, then it will reinforce the behavior that you're trying to change. From there, put a system in place. Make it easier by creating a roadmap. Don't just assume that the the big goal is the only thing you should focus on. Break that goal down. Create habits around that goal. Have a system in place to support you. And if you don't know where to start, my goal setting course is available. My goal setting system has worked for countless people to do this exact thing. Very simple, very actionable. Once you've done all of that, start now. Take action now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till next month. Don't say, oh, I will do this someday. Don't put it off. Do something right now that reinforces that decision. If you are, you know, making this decision to lead a healthier life, then go order some healthy groceries or whatever, or put your gym clothes by the door, pack your bag so that when you leave for work, you have those with you and you can go hit the gym after work or just put a pair of running shoes in your bag. If you want to just go for a walk, it doesn't matter where you start, right? If you've never exercised before, maybe just, maybe just go for a walk at lunch. And so pack an extra pair of shoes that you can go take a walk and get some exercise in. The, the key is it doesn't need to be a massive action. It doesn't need to be a huge change, and it shouldn't be. You just want to reinforce your decision by doing something right now that sets you up for success, that makes it easier for you to continue to build momentum and make positive choices. So once you've made the decision, once you've created the system, once you have this identity in your mind set, then you just need to act. You need to do something. And that small action will reinforce and reaffirm your decision to make a change. And it's not easy, but that roadmap will work as long as you can commit to showing up every day. If you can stay the course, if you can enjoy the process and just get your hands dirty and do the thing, that roadmap will allow you to make any change you want in life, no matter how big, no matter how small, as long as you keep going back to that system and you just focus on showing up every day. So change is hard. It certainly is not easy. If it was, everybody could could do it but it is worth it if you want to lead a different life than you're leading right now. If you want to change an aspect about yourself to improve your quality of life, it's worth it. And again, it's not easy, but if you stay the path, if you stay the course, you can change and improve anything about your life that you want to. So until next week, have a wonderful weekend.